Hey, this is Shan Ray. And this is Amy J. Thanks for inviting us into your day. Please join us as we hope to have some really great conversations about intuition. And how we can use it to live our best life. So turn up the volume. And let's get started. So glad you're here. So glad you're returning. And if, you, uh, if you're new to this podcast, we have some other episodes. Please feel free to go back and enjoy those as well. So we have been talking recently in our, our last few podcasts about what it means to be an empath. And um, Shan and I know very well what that means. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that tonight. And we're going to talk about specifically some of the different types of empaths that are out there. Now, not this is not the exclusive list. You can go and find five, seven most common, 10, 12, I mean, probably 30 if you're looking for it. But we're just going to take some of the more common ones and the ones that we relate to and share those with you today. Exactly. I think um, you'll be surprised if you're not aware of what an empath is or what or how many, you know, how many different kind of categories there are. But um, once you once you kind of feel into that and we talk about it, we think you'll be recognizing some of the things that you resonate with. And um, and we want to um, maybe share some stories or some ways that those types of empaths really show up in our lives. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe we should just briefly, in case this is the first podcast that someone, um, you know, joins us on, we, maybe we should briefly just give an, uh, a description of what it is an empath is. Sure. Um, an empath. Okay. It's a really hard to make it simple, but an empath is someone who can feel things on a deep, deep level or feel things as if they are there or if, if, as if they've experienced it, even if it's someone else's experience. Um, it might be a physical feeling, an emotional feeling, and we'll go through all those. Yeah. But an empath just has a deeper... I, a, just a the deepest ability to feel things than the average person and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah i i think that they can sense and feel emotions and physical things like you were saying shan and energy and it's just a um an ability to sense these things where maybe um, not everybody, you know, as Shanna and I were talking before, I, I said to her, I'm like, I read something that said there's only one or 2% of the population that relate to being an empath. And I told her, I just, that blew me away because I really thought it was a lot more, that there are a lot more empaths out there. And maybe there are, and you know. <laughs> They just don't admit it or maybe they just don't know it. 
difference. Well, right. And I mean, I never got a questionnaire from somebody saying, <laughs> you know, can they count me in? So you don't know. Right. Um, but it isn't, it isn't Any every address empath or not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. And empaths tend to have very unique struggles. And yeah. if you're having any of these struggles that we'll mention, you also are probably an empath. So yeah. uh, being that sensitive really does um, make things hard and, you know, make makes certain things in life difficult. And um, so it's really, really important that you learn if you feel like you might be an empath, how to, you know, kind of manage yeah. the difficult parts. And, you know, that's a really good point. And I think that's going to be the topic of our, we talked about our next podcast, because we know that you, that empaths can be, you know, prone to anxiety and depression and just feeling like they're emotionally can't take anymore. Overwhelmed. Yeah, overwhelmed. So we're definitely going to, that is going to be the topic of our next empath, uh, or I'm sorry, our next podcast. So maybe we should just kind of jump into the different types. Do you want to start, Shan? Um, sure. Um, I'll start with um, the emotional empath, just because that is my number one um the number one that I am, I, I am so strongly emotional and not only I'm emotional, but I sense other people's emotions um, and everything else evokes an emotion in me. So even if it's not, you know, if it's some situation or, you know, a commercial with, you know, with a sad animal on it. I mean, I am extreme emotional about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, that's that's the first one I wanted to bring up. Yeah, and um, it's it's about you know feeling others you know emotions on a real strong basis and just feeling like you know they may be yours when oftentimes you're just sensing and feeling someone else's because of that, you know, being that empath. So yeah, that's, I know that's a big one for you and, and me as well. And um, another one that I have had for the longest time and it, it kind of goes, um, you know, I'll just, I'll just take that one at a time. Um, it's the dream empath. And I think that, Ever since I've been little, I've had dreams where I have, um, they've been very clear, but they've also been, been very much come with a message. Like I understood them. And um, sometimes they were precognitive, um, you know, um, dreams. So I, I knew that this was actually going to be something that could happen. The other part of being that dream empath is I'm really able to read between the lines. So if someone tells me their dream, it's really easy for me to interpret it because I go, oh, I know exactly what that means. And for myself as well. So I think, uh, you know, a really strong uh, part of me is a dream empath because I get a lot of information that way for myself and for other people. Yes, you definitely are. 
Um, I would say for me, the intuitive would be the next strongest for me. Mm -hmm. My intuition is my guiding light. It's my North star. It's, I rely on it for everything. Should I go? Should I stay? You know, mm -hmm. um, I'm very intuitive and now I've learned to trust it and I, I follow what it says because it's always right. So I, I'm very intuitive. Yeah, I, I am too. That's a really probably one of the really strong ones for right. me as well is the intuitive. Um, okay. Um, the physical empath, that's one that I resonate with too. And as we talk about this next, next podcast, that one's difficult because oftentimes I will feel physical symptoms that are from someone else. And I've really learned to tune into that. So it's as easily as me asking my body, uh, does this belong to me? And I immediately get that yes or no answer. And if I hear no, then I know it belongs to someone else. I can say, okay, thank you, and I can move it on so that I'm not holding someone else's physical pain or discomfort, holding on to it like it's mine. So that's a really strong one for me too, Shan. What about you? Um, I, I mean, I have... I have touches of that one too. That's not my strongest, but I, I know you do. And um, yeah, it's definitely another one of those things you have to learn kind of to manage. And the next one I wanted to talk about was a plant empath. <laughs> I believe that for you. <laughs> yes. I have always had a green thumb and I've always, always, I thought I joked back at, you know, years ago, before I knew about all this empath stuff, I joked that the plants talked to me. <laughs> and I didn't even know if they really were, but I just seemed to always know what they needed. Or, you know, if there was a dying plant, oh my gosh, I had to save it. <laughs> I always had a plant nursery. I always had a south window with some sunlight with a bunch of droopy plants in it. And I just know what they need and they do. They talk to me. I can hear what they need. And people are always saying, how do you know what to do with a plant? Or how do you know how to trim it or when to transplant it? I just know because they tell me. So it's just, it's kind of a cool thing. You know, I love it. It is a really cool thing. I have a little bit about that, but it's not with houseplants. Um, that is, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I have to do the, you know, the, the, um, what's the, oh, I can't think of it. Anyways, move on. Anyways. Yeah. I, I'm not good with that, but I do communicate with the trees. So a little bit of plant, but mostly it's just with trees. I just have a thing about trees and I'm the same way. I talk to the trees. I send them some healing. Um, you know, they give me messages. They all have names in my yard. And so, yeah, um, I got that. Um, but not houseplants, not small plants, just large trees. <laughs> and then um, we have the, it, the fauna empath, which is animals. And there's a lot of animal communicators out there. 
No, that's not really one of my big strong things, but I can do that. And I have done that before. And I kind of feel like, um, you know, I, I, in my, for myself, I always put animals and kids together because, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know if it's because I was a former teacher or what, but I know somewhere on the soul level that kids know that I was a teacher because they are always asking me, you know, to teach them something, but yet they're always drawn to me. They're always, um, you know, comfortable with me and they feel safe. And it's like, I know intuitively and somewhere in their soul, they know that, you know, I'm a good person, but also that I was a teacher. So I'm trustworthy because I'm telling you, um, so I always put animals and kids together, <laughs> but not necessarily, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, animals and babies for me, I can sue the baby like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. I Somebody's got a baby that won't go to sleep. I'll grab them and next thing you know, what? they're out. So, <laughs> well, I think, yeah, like animals, they're trusting. They know mm -hmm. when, when you're a good, good person like that. All right. So what's another one you got on your list? Um, let's see what else. Um, well, there is an earth or geometric empath and, um, you know, there's a lot of people who can feel an earthquake before it comes or some other you know, issue with the earth, um, volcanoes or whatever. Um, I, I tend to, I don't know if this is earth, if you want to lump it with earth, but I can sense the weather, the weather yeah. affects me. I can, I can, uh, feel the, the pressure changes and humidity and it's, um, it, and it affects me very strongly. My mood can go up or down depending on the weather. So um, um, that is not my strongest um, suit, but um, I, I'll i say I dabble. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it affects you. Well, and you know, um, that's hit or miss for me. That's not probably my strong suit for that. But sometimes I do get a sense that something is coming weather-wise. It's usually a, on a larger scale, but that kind of leads me into the next one is that, and I know it's not necessarily a category that, you know, that we looked at here, but the collective, I can, I am an empath of the collective energy. So how the collective is feeling, the energy that's going to come in, what's, um, undercurrents of um, just feelings and and behaviors of the collective. And so I sense that a lot. And, um, you know, I do, I do as well. It's hard though, because that's sometimes a place I don't want to go, especially when there is a lot of unsettled energy and turmoil and I can almost feel like things seething under, uh, you know, below the surface and they're about to, you know, impact us or something. So yeah, that's one that um, does kind of bother me at times. I think um, that one can be overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not much you can do. You can't no. really 
sort that one out. That one's out of our control completely. No. So. Exactly. Exactly. All right. What else do we have here? Um, telepathic. Oh, sure. Um, I have a touch of that. Um, I feel like um, under, I can, I feel like there's communication without speaking. Um, I had that with my mother. I, I just always knew what she was thinking and feeling. Um, she and I spent loads and loads of time together. We were very close. She was also, um, she was psychic. I don't know about empathic because you can be, you can be psychic and not be empathic, but most empaths are psychic. So, um, but we, we spent so much time where it, we'd be doing things together, gardening or whatever, but may, we didn't always speak. And yet we had the best day together. And, but there was, there was thoughts and feelings going back and forth. So pretty yeah. fascinating. You know, I have a touch of that too. And usually like what you hit on, it's with close family members or friends. Yes. And I can totally, because my husband's always telling me, can I finish the sentence? Because I'll say something and he'll be like, I was just going to say that. So now I just say, I know. <laughs> I tend I know. to interrupt people because I already, and I try so hard not to do that. Um, it's, it's something I really try work on because I know it's bad. I know, but I already know what they're going to say. And I'm just, I... Yeah, you're like, don't bother. I know what you're going to do. It's bad manners, but I do that to my husband all the time. And I'll be like, will you stay out of my head? I was just thinking that. I'm like, I know. So now I just say that because he knows it's, it's going to happen. But, right. But that's a good one. Um, um, okay, here's another one. And I get this a lot. The precognitive empath. The one that knows things before it's going to happen. So, um, and it doesn't always have to be like a warning. You know, it's not always like, oh, don't, you know, turn right, turn left or something. Sometimes it's just like I'm being called to do something. So, yes, sometimes it is a don't do this, but sometimes it's a do this. And I feel like that if I if I acknowledge that I'm getting that precognitive um, um, message before it happens, it's really best for me to just listen to it. Even if it's saying, go here and do this. Um, that's happened to me a lot. I go and then it's like almost after you go, I know why I was led there. Or, I know why that happened now. So it's about that trust, I think, you know, with that one. Do you have that? Um, occasionally, yes. Not as much as you do. But that's a pretty cool thing, Amy, that um, I know you've told me some stories where you didn't know why you needed to do something, but you did it. And then afterwards, you know, there was a whole thing. There was a whole reason why why you were directed. And I, I love that you trust and follow those because... Um, and then got the message because oftentimes you won't know what the message is. You just, no, you know, you may have been 
protected from something happening to you because you weren't somewhere else, but we won't know that. So, right. you know, um, right. just learning to trust those mm-hmm. feelings that you get. Like, And sometimes you get the information afterwards and you go, oh, that's why. And But, but sometimes you never do. You just, you just trust it and you go. And especially like, it's like, no, I, I don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> we need to go to Kohl's. I don't need anything at Kohl's. I don't want to buy anything at Kohl's. <laughs> You know, that was the one story that you're probably exactly, thinking, but, exactly. But and we then did. it was like, I needed to go to Coles. I needed to go to Coles for this reason, and I get that a lot. And I've learned to trust that, so that's pretty cool. Um, how about the empath who? And this is not a strong one for me, but I guess it's worth noting because it could be for some of our listeners out there. The psychometric empath who feels the energy in objects or gets some kind of intuitive information from just touching an object. Right. And I don't, I think I've had it happen, but that's really not something I do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not something I've really can do if I'm trying to do it. Um, that just happens sporadically. But, um, you know, like say picking up a piece of jewelry that's been owned by someone else and being able to sense, you know, something about that person. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think a lot of people have that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, and I guess the point of bringing all these up here is even though, you know, Shannon, I can both identify ones that are really strong for us. We still get touches of all the other ones. And I think that's important to note because you might be out there going, oh, yeah, I do that. Yo, oh, yeah, I do that. And that happens, too. And that kind of almost gives you a clue to sometimes why you might be feeling tired or overwhelmed or anxious or depressed or that kind of thing. Because think about that. If you're taking that much energy in from so many different sources, you're not really sure how to manage it. Um, It can be very overwhelming. Um, And And any one of these can. Oh, alone. If you have. Yeah, by itself. But, you know, most I think most empaths have several or all of these in in some form. And it can be very draining and. So as you start recognizing that, you might think, oh, my gosh, you know, I've always been someone that needed extra sleep. And I think it's because I'm my sensory Mm -hmm. system is always, always sensing something, feeling something. And um, I've really learned how to kind of take a hold of that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've gone from struggling to really kind of knowing how to use it and um but it's, it can, you know, if you're just new to this, you can, you can really be, you know, feeling a lot of things and um, maybe you don't even know it yet. So just being aware, I mean, just even listening to this, you might, you know, things might be clicking for you and that's really wonderful. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're here for, to help you, you know, make sense of your intuition and to help you understand some of these things that are happening, you know, in your life that you might not really understand. And I guess this all goes back to that point where um, 
if one to two percent of the population are empaths, oh, I think it's higher, but I simply just don't think people identify with being an empath. And so, you know, I, I, I think this is a great conversation. And I'm really excited for our next podcast because I know when I got a few tips of um, how to manage it and that kind of thing, it changed my freaking world. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. When I learned that word and what it meant, it changed my life. It was just like, in some ways, it was a relief to think, okay, all these kind of odd things about me were okay. It was, it was something, it wasn't just me, you know, having issues and crazy. <laughs> and then it just led me to, you know, classes and people that, that, um, you know, helped me learn about it and, and kind of settle into myself. Finally, after all these years, that's how I met Amy yeah. and, um, yeah, so it was just the best thing ever to stumble on that word and 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 where it took me. Well, and you know, if if you're thinking that you might be one of these, you know, go do some research, check into it, look at some some of the things that'll tell you, you know, that will kind of confirm or give you some confirmation. There's a ton of uh, websites and and places you can go to check on if you um, if you are an empath. And the different types and, and we're gonna we're gonna definitely put out some more information on this subject um yeah. you know what our next uh podcast will definitely continue this conversation yeah. and um you know give you talk about it some more and hopefully um hopefully we're um you're getting a lot of good information here. yes hopefully so because we want you to have that ah you know that big sigh of relief like we had when we found out some ways to help um, manage it. And we want to give that to you on our next podcast. So thank you so very much for connecting with us today. And I just want to leave, with, leave you with remember to listen, follow, and trust your intuition. And again, thank you for listening. It's really been, it's been a great podcast. So much information. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. All right, bye for now.